You have a gift. You have a talent. You have the ability to share and spread messages of love and hope to the world, no matter who you are or where you have been in life. Welcome to Get Ready. Get ready for your breakthrough with Felicia Hill. No matter your position in life, understand that others are with you, and it is possible to transform and find happiness. Now, here is your host, Felicia A. Hill. What up, what up, what up? It's your girl, Felicia Hill, a.k.a. Philly Hill, and you're listening to VoiceAmerica.com Empowerment Station, the show. I'm your host. Get ready. Get ready for your breakthrough. Over the past few weeks, we've talked about several different things that have probably got you thinking about your life and the direction you want to take it. I'm hoping that it's allowed you to dig a little deeper and think a little longer about what you want to do with your life, how you want to handle certain situations, how you want to push through. With that said, as always, get your pens, get your pencils, get your notebooks, get your brown paper bags, uh, whatever you write on, get you a pen and a paper and let's, let's get started. As I told you last week, from here on out, I'm going to give you a word at the beginning with the definition, and hopefully we'll have time at the end uh, to do the little praise routine and, and, and talk it through and walk through some, some things that you could probably implement in your life that will give you some kind of peace and some kind of clarity and some kind of calmness. So the word for today is disappointed. The topic, disappointed, let down. What do you do when a person disappoints or lets you down? The word disappointed. Definition, write it down. Fail to fulfill the hopes or expectations of someone. So I was reading an article today on psychology. I mean, I was reading an article in psychology today and they shared six ways to take care of yourself when people disappoint you. Now, what was interesting about this article is that the ways that they talked about, I've implemented them somehow, some way in my life the last 30 years. So I'll say this to you. If you're living, breathing, existing, just know people will let you down. And for the people I've let down or I've disappointed, first of all, let me apologize. Second, I'm going to give you six ways to get past what I did to you. (laughs) So I'm sorry, but hey, it is what it is. You live and you learn. Am I right? It's like I said, if you're living, breathing, existing, just know people will let you down from things as small as washing the dishes, a spouse cheating on you, a friend canceling on you, uh, somebody forgetting to pick you up. Uh, How about uh, a supervisor throwing you under the bus? Hint. (laughs) How about... um, Someone not showing up at someone's important motivational speech or maybe someone's graduation party. Hmm. 
just know all these things can leave you angry. They can leave you confused. They can leave you disappointed. But you got to understand one thing. You cannot stop people from being people. You can't stop people from being people. But what you can do is you can put yourself in a space that will bring you some kind of peace, you some kind of joy, and you some kind of happiness. So, like I said, I like this article, and I love, and I'm going to, I'm going to touch bases on the six ways you'll be able. I will reference psychology today um, on my Facebook page, and give them their shout out that they are deserving of. Um, but I've used these six ways. In my last 30, 35 years, some way, in some form, in some fashion. So um, here they are. The first one. Somebody disappoints you. They don't show up. They don't call back. Uh, they, they, don't, uh, they don't pick you up. They, don't, they cheated on you as a spouse. Uh, any of those things. They didn't wash their dishes. And they keep leaving their dirty clothes in the bathroom. Um, they keep leaving their dirty drawers in the bathroom. That's offensive. <laughs> but that's why I like this article because um, some of the stuff, uh, you, we, we do this stuff. So, so the first one is, listen, when your feelings start to get all rumbled up and they start to get all tight in your stomach, the first thing you need to do is you need to sit in those feelings and allow them, allow them, feel the feelings, but, uh, you know, don't suppress them. Allow them to come out. And I've talked about this kind of stuff in the past. We, you got to talk about the feelings. You got you to gotta let the feelings out. And, and understand that we have the natural human instinct to trust people. Right? And when they don't do right by you, again, it's natural. It's natural to feel angry. It's natural to feel rejected. Especially... If it's someone you trusted. And I'll give you an example. As you all know, I was on a scholarship by, uh, to a major university. And I was, eight, I was an 18-year-old uh, on my way to college, coming from uh, the inner city. And, of course, I didn't know a whole lot about college campuses. I definitely didn't know a lot about um I guess a more structured routine that was needed in order to um, fulfill the expectations that not only the coaches had for me, but the the university uh, professors had for me. This particular incident is it it referenced the coach. Um, my mother sent me to that campus to be uh, supported, supervised. Um, taught, uh, encouraged uh, by uh, my coaches and, and, and fellow professors who were much older than me. And instead, uh, I, I received a lot of disappointment. Um, the expectations for me weren't high. Um, I remember one time, um, I was on the basketball team and one of the girls blew their knee out. And I remember uh, the coach came up to me and he said, uh, he said, you're starting tomorrow. 
And I was like, oh, heck, yeah, this is it. And, and you could see, you could see the elatement and excitement in my face. Like, you know, I'm ready, coach. I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I'm exploding because my opportunity is coming and I'm ready for my opportunity. And you see it all over my face. And then he he uh, he dips down in my ear and he says, um, you're not starting because you earned, deserved it or earned it. You're starting because she blew her knee out. Psst. I mean, man, did that burst my bubble. I mean, I was so disappointed. I felt I felt discouraged. I felt angry. I felt rejected. Um, I really didn't know how to identify it as an 18 year old. It was it was feelings that I was going through that I didn't know how to identify. And uh, I didn't know how to I didn't really understand them. You know, uh, the expectations they had for me weren't weren't very high. Um, another incident is I remember practicing and my knee is taped up and the guy looks at me and says, hey, you saw your knee hurt? And I was like, hey, a little bit. And he's like, yeah, well, you look like it. You're practicing like it hurt. Uh, it, it was just so many incidences that that tore me down and and made me so angry. And, and, and I felt so discouraged that I didn't want to go on. I didn't I didn't want to I didn't want to finish the the task that I started. But as you all know, I did. Um, I got my bachelor's degree in uh, therapeutic recreation, interdisciplinary studies, and um, I'm I'm glad to say that I did finish, uh, that I did persevere. But it was it was I was entrusted. Is that the word? I was I was given to them so that they can build me up and not tear me down. So what do you do when people disappoint you like that? Uh, understand it's important to identify if the feelings that you're having uh, from the person, if they're warranted, or um, are these feelings connected to past disappointments in your life? I mean, I mean, which is easy to do, especially if you've, if, if you've been traumatized, neglected, and rejected on a regular basis, which which many of our, our inner city school kids are, unfortunately, um, the barriers that they had to go through and the barriers that I had to go through to get to the level, the university level was, uh, was uh, un- indescribable, actually. But in order to get past it, what you have to do is you have to keep to the specific situation Identify the feeling, um, and you can do that by writing it down. What did it do to you? How did it make your body feel? Um, and 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 then try to just let it go. And I don't mean just let it go in regards to suppressing it, but ask yourself: Is it is it worth it? You know, um, another, and that's that's number two. Identify the need, not met. Is it worth it? I'll give you another incident that it's got a little it's got a little comedic tone to it. But anyway, so last week I did an interview. I went to an interview last week and they gave me like the, th- the 
the three question snuff. And if anybody has been a supervisor or a manager and you've interviewed people, you got more than three questions that you're going to ask somebody. <laughs> so I go in this interview and I'm confident. I'm walking. I, I know I've, I know I have the experience. I got 19 years experience with mental health and and, uh, you know, uh, working with kids that are challenged, uh, crisis intervention, behavior modification, classroom management. Uh, supervisor, management skills. I have all of these qualities and I walk into this interview and (laughs) I'm not sure what I said, but it it, it went from this list of questions, which I saw on the clipboard, to like three questions. (laughs) They asked me, uh, what did I know about the program? What experience am I bringing to the table? And how do I handle a chat? Now, it wasn't even a challenge. How do I handle a kid that's having a bad day? And I answered all three of the questions. And I'm not sure what happened, but um, I'll be really honest with you. After the interview, man, I was so mad. I was so mad. I was angry. I was mad. Uh, I was on the tears. I was on the verge of crying. I called some of my friends and I was like, I can't believe they gave me the three question snuff. Uh, I mean, what, what what's going on? I mean, I was so angry um, because there was something that was not met in that interview. And that's number two. Identify the need not met. OK. Um, <laughs> in that interview. What made me mad? Um, what made me mad? What what didn't I receive from that person? Um, I just, i tell you what I felt. <laughs> I felt like they blew me off. And how dare them not listen to the experiences, the knowledge, the education that I had and that and acknowledge what I could bring to the table. I felt like they just rudely blew me off. I was hurt because because he didn't hear me. He didn't validate me. He didn't validate what I what I could bring to the table as a veteran. So I internalized it, and man, it went so far as to <laughs> I questioned my abilities. I questioned my confidence. I mean. It affected my confidence. I, after, I, I was like, do I know how to do this job anymore? Can I do this job? It was incredible. It was incredible. Um, I don't know. It, it I don't know. It, it, it was just, it just affected me in such a way that I really didn't know what to do. But, but what I did is after sitting and, and asking myself, what, what did I need from that? What was I missing? And, and and it was. It was the fact that they didn't validate my experience. They didn't validate me as a, as a veteran. And I talked it over with my friends. And, I mean, honestly, I was able to let it go. But it wasn't until, it wasn't until we did, um, I, I did number three. And, and, and number three is, write this down, is self-care. It's self-care. 
And what you don't want to do is you don't want to sit in it. Unfortunately, I had a 30-minute ride back to Toledo, so um, I kind of had to sit in it a little bit. <laughs> but what I couldn't let it do is I couldn't let it snowball. You know, I had to, I had to instantly problem-solve. So, like I said, I talked with friends. I reflected on it. Um, I reflected. I sat and I reflected on the 19 years I worked with kids that were challenged and how many kids I really touched. You know, one of the other things that I do is I reviewed my resume and I reminded myself of my greatness. I did some affirmations. But one of the main things that I did is um, I took a nap. I took a nap. (laughs) So what I want to encourage you with number three is don't let the emotion determine which way you should go. Let it remind you that you're that you are getting angry and then start to put in place these positive, healthy coping skills. And and some of those things, like I said, was write it down, uh, call a friend, um, read over your resume. And if you got to take a nap or take a warm bath or take a walk in uh, one of our beautiful, beautiful parks, um, then do so. But don't allow the emotion to get to a place where you're going to do anything that you will regret later. So <laughs> I, I do think it's funny after I get it. <laughs> but um, I do encourage you to a place where, uh, where you're going to regret doing something or saying something. Um, that's going to have people questioning your character, you know? So think about that. Think about that. (laughs) But I still laugh about it. I still still think it's pretty funny. Um, So uh, before we we break, I just want to, again, thank you for tuning in. And uh, thank you for opening your your computers (laughs) to allow me into your space. Uh, as you all know, since my end um, and me giving my life over to Christ, I've only wanted to serve. And sometimes, yep, I get off track like anybody else, and, and that's okay. Um, you just have to continue to trust God, find your way back, and keep doing His work. Um, I'm going to take a small break, and when I return, we'll go over the next two, next two or three things that you can do to get over when people disappoint or let you down. My name is Felicia Hill. You're listening to Get Ready, Get Ready for Your Breakthrough. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Felicia Hill is a motivational speaker, transition coach, youth advocate, and CEO of Tamarack Inspirations, LLC. The company was developed after the loss of her siblings to honor her memories of them. She is now on a journey to impact, empower, and uplift those around her. She can be contacted to present workshops and seminars on the topics of empowering, impacting, and uplifting. Please contact Felicia at bellyhill at gmail.com. That's F-E-L-E hill at gmail.com. Felicia Hill is on a path of rediscovery. 
sudden tragedy in her life has pushed her to use her gift of words to magnify her message of empowerment and motivation. Her energetic message and transparency breathes life into her audiences on every level. Her message impacts all ages in all phases of life. Felicia wants to bring her gift and her message to your event, workshop, or conference. Contact her for presentations at fellyhill at gmail.com. Again, that's F-E-L-E hill at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Get Ready, Get Ready for Your Breakthrough with Felicia A. Hill. To participate in our discussion today, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or make your voice heard via email to fellyhill at gmail.com. Now back to Get Ready. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. You're talking to Felicia Hill, a.k.a. Philly Hill, and this is Get Ready, Get Ready for Your Breakthrough. Before we broke, uh, before we broke, before we went to break, uh, I talked to you. We were talking about uh, what can you do when people uh, let you down or disappoint you? Um, The first three things that we talked about was learn to sit in it. Learn to sit in your feelings for a little while uh, and and identify what part of your body uh, are the feelings affecting. Don't suppress it. Don't hold it in, but sit in it um, and, and, and acknowledge it, but then identify it. Identify what is the feeling. Is the feeling anger? Is the feeling um, confusion? Is it rejection? Whatever it is, identify it. And again, um, try to uh, identify what part of the body it's affecting and, and then write it down and get it out. Whether you write it down or talk to a friend or any of that, you... Um, you want to get it out. The other, the second one was identify the need not met. When someone disappoints you, it's something that they did that that you were expecting from you from them, and you didn't get it. So whatever that need is, you want to identify that need. And not only do you want to identify that need, you want to uh, you want to know if that need is uh, something that you can substitute. When somebody lets you down, if somebody, if you, you have plans to go to the movie and they say they can't go, can you call another friend? Things like that. Uh, you want to, you want to be able to substitute. And if you can't substitute again, we got to go back to, you know, reaching out to our support group, write it down, call a friend, you know, again, identify uh, your strengths and, and all of the great qualities about yourself. Uh, and number three, we talked about was self-care. And that's just taking care of yourself. You know, if you got to take a nap, if you got to take a walk um, before you allow your emotions to explode and you do something that you're going to regret later, um, then do something to prevent that by demonstrating some positive coping skills. And that could be a warm bath. That could, like I said, I took a nap. I had to go lay down, man, and just <laughs> and just unwind because I could not believe that that cat didn't acknowledge me. And, and all the great qualities that I could bring to the table. Now, talking about that, let's talk about number four. Number four, decide if you need to address the situation by speaking up. <laughs> 
what are the pros and cons of speaking up to a person who has disappointed or let you down? First of all, weigh the pros and cons. Second, decide what you want from this conversation. Uh, Are you just calling to speak to them, to rowdy them up, uh, to get things started? Or, uh, Or are you calling to communicate what the expectation was and try to get an apology or um, or an excuse or a reason why it happened. So you got to decide what you want from that conversation. And I encourage you, don't call angry. Don't call in your emotions. You know, uh, the other thing, ask yourself, will the person get it? Will they understand why you're calling and what you're saying to them? Or are they going to get offended and blow up themselves? How will it affect the outcome? I mean, will you get the job? (laughs) Will you uh, put a strain on the relationship? I'm going to tell you, uh, as I continue to tell you about this interview, I felt, and this is my, it was my personal opinion, I felt something was wrong. I felt the interview went south. I could be wrong, but I felt it went south. Being a manager and a supervisor who has done this type of thing before, I've hired, I've fired, I've interviewed, and I hate to say I've probably did the three-question snuff myself. To somebody, sorry I let you down and disappointed you. (laughs) But ask yourself that. No, no, no. So at the interview, like I said, I felt like something went wrong. Something went south. So I went out to my car. And before I left, I called the guy and I said, hey, I felt I felt like something Something went wrong in the interview. I felt like it went south. I mean, what what happened? Because we started off, uh, well, I started off enthusiastic and and interested in the position, and I felt like it kind of like the door kind of closed real quick. Um, now they said, no, I didn't feel that way. Uh, that wasn't my perception. I wouldn't identify it as being the doors closed or it went south. I said, well, okay. Um, and I complimented the program again and, and told them, you know, what a great job they were doing. And, um, you know, I, I wouldn't mind being a part of that program. Uh, so I did. <laughs> so so you can you have you can call a person. I mean, but you need that. You need to really you need to really identify why you're calling. You know, why are you calling? What are the pros and cons of speaking up? Decide if it's worth it. Decide what you want from the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Of course, don't call angry. Um, you want to you want to think about how it will affect the outcome or the relationship. You know, uh, those are some things you need to look at if you're going if you're going to speak up and communicate about how you feel and what that letdown felt like and what it done to you. So, uh, 
So you decide if you need to address. Um, The fifth point is examine your expectations. Examine your expectations. Now, what does that mean? Examine your expectations. Ask yourself, uh, are the are the expectations you expecting from the person reasonable? Is is the person you talking to capable? of understanding the expectations you have for them. And you really have to look at the person and the situation. For example, I'll give you an example. For years, for years I worked with the at-risk population. Um, I worked in a program, a partial house program, um, that was uh, uh, mental health was inside of the school along with the education. And many of the kids were referred to the program from the surrounding public schools. And they were referred to the program because they lacked coping skills or problem solving skills and couldn't handle themselves inside of the, uh, the school that they were referred from. So they would come over to our program where we would teach them social skills, problem-solving skills, um, how to communicate, how to handle their emotions, um, different things like that. What you need to know about the at-risk population is many of them were some way or traumatized from either past issues that happened to them or current issues that were going on with them. So I could have a kid where I worked really well with and we worked well together and say we worked through the levels of one, two, three, and they get to level four. And now we're looking at mainstreaming them back into uh, their, their school they're they're coming to school on time. They're doing their work. They're they're appropriate in the hallway. They're raising their hand to speak. Um, they're saying please and thank you, and they're doing all of these things that you worked so hard for to get them uh, to get them to, so that they can be mainstreamed back into their school. And we get them into the school, and two weeks into the school, the school year, they curse out a teacher and throw a chair across the room. Now, of course, I feel let down. I feel disappointment. I probably feel anger. But you got to ask yourself, Is that person capable to discern what the expectations were for them and still are for them? So which way do I confront them? 
because I can easily confront them and and say something to them and they get offended and explode. But I still have to ask myself, will they be able to understand the expectations I have for them and the expectations they should have for themselves? Because I, I have to remember that their reaction that day in that classroom was based on emotions that they couldn't manage. So what they did is they resort, they went back to what was comfortable for them. What was comfortable for them in how they handled past situations. And not saying that they didn't learn anything. And not saying that they aren't capable of carrying themselves. But it takes practice. It takes practice. So we have to sit back in that situation. In that situation, you have to stand back and ask yourself, is the expectations reasonable? And is the person capable of really understanding the expectations put on them from from me or the personnel? And in that situation, I say what we have to do is we we have to re-examine our expectations. So one thing we have to do is we have to re-examine the expectations. And when we do confront, again, we don't want to confront them with anger. We don't want to confront them with disappointment. But we do want to be specific. We want to be specific with the expectations that we have for them now. We don't want to take it personal. And I'm talking about this particular situation. But I think that you can apply this to other situations. You know, is the person capable of understanding the expectations that you gave them? You know, but I'm, I'm, I'm giving you an example that in this particular situation, when there's a kid who's traumatized and has barriers and issues uh, within them, and they've taken the rejection um, from the teacher, and now they have allowed their emotions to blow up. And instead of managing them the way that they've been taught to manage in the last few months, they resorted back to what was comfortable for them. So, in the future, what you don't want to, what you do is you don't don't want to take it personal. You want to be specific with the expectations. And, um, I mean, I, I highly encourage people to forgive. Um, you can forgive, but you don't have to forget uh, what they did to you. And then you can ask yourself, is this person worth holding on to? Or uh, do, I, do I have to let them go? And, again, you can reexamine how... People 
who let you down and disappoint you, you can re-examine and, 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 and you can put them in the space that, that you think uh, is manageable for you. For me, I got a core group of friends who are close to me that I go to for support and, 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 and I ask them you know, for help. And then, then there's the middle circle where I can reach out to them and I can touch them, but but they but they not in my 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 center circle. And then you have the people on the ring outside, and those are the people that you kind of just wave to. Um, they still in your life, but they're not um, they're not uh, what do you call it? They're, they 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 don't really make a big difference in your life. They don't really affect you, and you can do that with people who let you down or disappoint you. You can you can put them in a place where you're not expending uh, a lot of energy on them because they they let you down or they disappointed you. Or again, hey, you can keep them in your life or you can let them go. Um, number six, set boundaries. And I'll tell you what, this is something that I had to do. Working in that environment for 16 years, I mean, for 19 years, (laughs) you have to learn to set boundaries with people. Um, How do you do that? You have to identify if there's a pattern. Um, Is this something that the person does not only to you, but to others as well? Um, you have to speak up if it's in a job capacity and this person is constantly letting you down and disappointing you because you can't you can't really walk away from them um, you have to ask yourself um, do I speak up um, because they haven't changed and if they don't change how can you protect yourself so that what they're constantly doing, um, letting you down and not finishing their work, not doing their paperwork, um, what can you do to protect yourself so that you don't expend a lot of negative energy and you don't take a lot of that negativity home? Uh, do you spend less time with them? Hmm, I don't know. Or you just let them go. And understand, boundaries draw the line. They give you strength knowing that you are protecting yourself. They give you a safe place. They can also help restore your self-respect and your self-worth. With that said, people, be your own support. Allow feelings, acknowledge them, set your boundaries. Always try to learn from your experiences. You have a choice and you can choose to be happy. You're listening to Felicia Hill, a.k.a. Philly Hill, and the show is Get Ready. Get ready for your breakthrough. We're going to take a quick break. Please come back so we can wrap this up with the routine of praise. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
Felicia Hill is a motivational speaker, transition coach, youth advocate, and CEO of Tamarock Inspirations, LLC. The company was developed after the loss of her siblings to honor her memories of them. She is now on a journey to impact, empower, and uplift those around her. She can be contacted to present workshops and seminars on the topics of empowering, impacting, and uplifting. Please contact Felicia at bellyhill at gmail.com. That's F-E-L-E hill at gmail.com. Felicia Hill is on a path of rediscovery. Sudden tragedy in her life has pushed her to use her gift of words to magnify her message of empowerment and motivation. Her energetic message and transparency breathes life into her audiences on every level. Her message impacts all ages in all phases of life. Felicia wants to bring her gift and her message to your event, workshop, or conference. Contact her for presentations at fellyhill at gmail.com. Again, that's F-E-L-E hill at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Get Ready, Get Ready for Your Breakthrough with Felicia A. Hill. To participate in our discussion today, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or make your voice heard via email to fellyhill at gmail.com. Now back to Get Ready. Welcome back. Welcome back. And you're listening to Felicia Hill, uh, a.k.a. Philly Hill. And this is Get Ready. Get Ready for Your Breakthrough. Today's topic, today's topic was disappointment, uh, let down. What do you do when a person disappoints you or lets you down? And we covered quite a few, we covered a lot of information. Uh, let me go over. Wait a minute. I missed something. I said it was six things, didn't I? Oh, there it is. I did. I I covered 16. So let me go over the six ways that you can, six ways that you can do, six ways that you can implement in your life that will help you get past or get over when people let you down or disappoint you. The first one I said was learn to sit in it. Sit in your feelings. Identify the feelings. Identify uh, what part of the body they are affecting, and figure out how you want to get those feelings out. You can uh, write them down. You can call a friend. Um, you can scream and holler, but make sure you do it in a safe place. But um, just make sure that you sit in them and identify what part of the body they are affecting. Don't suppress. Um, project. Number two, identify the need not met. What is it that you needed from that person that they didn't give you? And ask yourself, whatever it was, is there some way that you can substitute something to get that need met? And I gave the example that if, say, a person says they're going to go to the movies with you and they just don't show up, what do you do? Do you just stay angry at that person? Of course, you're disappointed. Of course, you feel let down and discouraged. But can you call another friend or can you go by yourself? And those, that's just basic. And I understand that I gave you some examples that were that were big. And those are probably some that you need to think about uh, 
with number three in demonstrating self-care because, again, if you have a situation, say, your spouse cheated on you, that's way bigger than your friend not picking you up for a movie. So say your spouse cheated on you and you have these emotions that are boiling. Um, how do you how do you get those emotions out without allowing them to put you in a space or a place that you're going to regret later? <clears throat> Excuse me. So that's where self-care is very important. Um, again, I, I encourage people to journal. I encourage you to write it out. I encourage you to get a support system. Um, those are people that you can identify that you can go to and they have an open mind and an open heart, not judging you when you're getting things off your chest. And if you have to take a walk or take a warm bath or, or um, uh, listen to some soft music. And as for me, I took a nap. I went and took a nap when I was upset and um, kind of calm yourself down and don't let your emotions determine which way you're going to go. Let them be a gauge as to what um, what is coming up. Um, let them identify that you're angry or let them identify that you're frustrated and then act on them. Uh, decide if you need to address the situation by speaking to the person. And in that case, if you're going to if you're going to speak to the person, then ask yourself, ask yourself a couple questions. What are you looking to get out of? Um, what are you getting? What are you looking to get out of it? Uh, is it worth it? Um, what do you want from the conversation? Um, what? Do you think the outcome is going to be and how is it going to affect you or the relationship? Just make sure you identify those things and look into those things before you you step up and make the decision to confront the person. Um, The fifth one was examine your expectations. Make sure they were reasonable and make sure the person is capable of understanding the expectations that you get that they that you gave them. And number six was set boundaries. And I'm going to tell you what, this one was really difficult for me one time, maybe a couple times when I worked in um, a specific setting. I had this one kid, man, that, uh, man, man, he, I mean, he grabbed my heart and we connected and man, I, I, I helped this kid, I helped this kid get you know, an apartment. I mean, he graduated. I helped him graduate. Uh, got some graduation gifts. Uh, a little, um, I could say that now. Um, got him, uh, helped him get a job, an apartment, and enrolled in college. And they made some poor choices and they ended up uh, incarcerated. And man, I promise you, I've never felt so let down than I did at that time. But again, I had to ask myself, was that person capable of understanding, understanding the expectations that I have for them or the expectations that the world had for them? So, you know, they had to learn, they had to learn on their own. They, they couldn't, they couldn't live through me and I couldn't instill in them what I had in myself. So just remember that you need to set clear boundaries. Um, and, and let people know um, exactly what you expect from them. Look for patterns. If, 
if these if people do this all, all the time and you know and I always try to speak up if it's in some kind of job cuz capacity because those are areas where people don't change well people won't choose to change so those um those are the six things that you can do when people disappoint or let you down um with that said, I, I just want to encourage you that it's going to happen. People are going to be people, and people uh, may make the mistake to do something that's going to let you down. It's going to disappoint you. But what you have to do is you have to choose um, what your next step is. You have to choose what your next step is and what you're going to do that's going to bring you some kind of happiness and you some kind of peace. You know, I got to the personally, I got to a point where I realized that my happiness belonged to me. And I had to choose to use my happiness and I had to give my happiness permission to show up and show out anytime it wanted to, especially when people let me down or disappointed me. You have to choose happiness. You have to wake up in the morning and you have to tell yourself, today is going to be a great day and I choose happiness. And when things come your way and you don't like what happened, you're capable of kind of looking at it with a different, a third eye because you're choosing to be happy. And you have no control over people, places, or things, but you have control over how you respond to it. So choose your happiness. Um, And don't let your emotion, um, don't let your emotions or your reaction to someone's uh, behavior put you in a place where you can't change um, yourself because you're so busy worrying about what this person is going to think when you confront them or when you decide to let them go or when you distance themselves, um, things like that. So I read a quote the other day and it's, um, it was by, it was by St. Bartholomew. And it said, if you don't ask yourself what it is, you know, You will go on listening to others and change will not come because you will not hear your own truth. So tell yourself. Tell yourself how you want to respond to the letdowns and the disappointments, not of just people, because in the world that we're living in today. It looks like letdowns and disappointments are coming at a rapid rate. And we have to prepare ourselves in a way that disappointment and letdown doesn't affect us to the point where we can't function effectively. You have the right to choose who you want to be. And, and when I say that, you know, you you have to start to think outside the box. You have to you have to try new things, um, knowing that if you try new things, um, it'll help you find your niche. 
You got to understand there was a time when we didn't choose. We didn't have the choice to be to do what we want. Women had to stay in the house. They had to clean. They had to wash the dishes. And guys were men. were They were the breadwinner. Today, you have a you 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 can do what you want to do, you know, and that includes your feelings. So when people let you down, depending on the circumstances, you have the right to move on. So I'm encouraging you to move on and don't let people's behavior or decisions affect you in a way that uh, you're not going to be able to be effective or you're not going to be able to um, demonstrate or enjoy your happiness or your peace. So um, with that said, uh, if you have any comments or any concerns or any questions in regards to this topic, please hit me up on my Facebook page um, or email me at phillyhill at gmail.com. I'd love to hear what people have done to get over or get past when people disappoint you. Um, At the beginning, I gave you a word, uh, and the word was disappointed. And disappointed, failed to fulfill the hopes and expectations of someone. So what I want you to do today is I want you to take the word praise, and I want you to write it um, uh, up and down on your paper, not horizontal, but up and down, and put praise, P-R-A-I-S-E. And I want you to try, I want you to try this routine in the morning and see if it gives you some kind of clarity or some kind of peace. The first thing you want to do is you want to pick a word that you want to focus on that day. Our word is disappointed. Um, And then you want to pee. You want to pray. You want to pray about that word and you want to pray. How do you get past when people let you down? How do you manage your emotions? And then find a verse that is relevant to the word disappointment. Um, one that I wrote down today was Psalm 17, 13. Arise, O Lord, disappoint him, cast him down, and deliver my soul from the wicked, which is thy sword. You also want to, A, you want to apply some affirmations that will strengthen you when disappointment or letdowns come your way. So you want to say affirmations to yourself out loud in the mirror um, that will strengthen you to get past um, that disappointment. Implement three things that will help you move forward. And we talked about those. You can write in a journal. You can reach out to a friend or you can go for a walk. Um, I encourage you, S, to start a journal. And write about these things. Write about your accomplishments. Write about your letdowns. And E, just encourage others. Encourage others as much as you want others to encourage you. People, you have the right to be happy, but you have to choose your happiness. Don't allow other people's behaviors or actions affect you in such a way that you can't be happy and you can't have peace. YOLO, <laughs> you only live once. So take advantage of this great, this great um, 
this great thing that has been given to us, and that's life. And I just want to encourage you guys to choose your happiness. Choose your peace. With that said, my name is Felicia Hill, a.k.a. Philly Hill. You're listening to Get Ready. Get ready for your breakthrough. I'll see you next week, Tuesday, 5 p.m., voiceamerica.com slash empowerment. With that said, you have a purposeful day. Thank you so much for listening. Get ready. Get ready for your breakthrough can be heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Your host, Felicia Hill, invites you to listen again next week and be sure to share your talents and gifts with someone you love every single day. 